Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. If you're new here and don't know me yet, I'm your host, Katie Carey, independent publisher of books that matter and an international best-selling author. And of course, the host of this globally ranked podcast. I help metaphysical coaches and healers gain confidence, clarity, raise their visibility and their credibility, giving them the opportunity to shine their light brighter so that the people they are here to serve can find them. I do this by creating opportunities for them to become best-selling authors in my multi-author and solo book projects. I also offer one-to-one mentorship services to help spiritual business owners find and unlock their limiting beliefs. In this podcast, I'll be sharing wisdom from myself, coaches, authors and energy healers that could be just what you need to transform your life today. You can connect with me via the Contact Katie button at my website at www.soulfulvalley.com. We have two multi-author book collaborations launching in the spring. Entangled No More, Women Who Broke Free from Toxic Relationships Building Their Own Empires, and the second book in the series, Evolving on Purpose, Co-Creating with the Divine. If you're a holistic coach or healer and would love to become a best-selling author this spring, come over and connect with me at soulfulvalley.com for details on how to apply. Love yourself with all your heart if you don't know. As a professional organiser for over six years, Louise Hopkin felt drawn to helping others reclaim their space. When we live with less in our lives, we're able to create space and flow and this is the key to getting organised. This led her to help so many others to be able to let go of their clutter so they could have an organised life. Louise helps working mums who are business owners create the skills and have the tools to go from chaos to calm in their homes and in their lives. Hello and welcome to the Soulful Valley podcast, Louise. Hi and thank you so much for having me here, Katie. I'm super excited to talk about my favourite subject. It's great to have you here. It's also one of my favourite subjects. That's why I invited you on. (laughs) So (laughs) for our guests, would you like to let them know who you are and what it is that you do in the world? I would love to. Yeah. So my name's Louise and I've been a home organizer for the past, gosh, it's been six years now. And it's been an interesting journey. Um, I always sort of explain to people that I'm not a naturally organized person. So why was I drawn into this organizing world? And the more I worked with clients, I really discovered that it was about the clutter. And when you look a little deeper, it's about everything that's attached to the clutter. And that's the part that really drew me to it. And I love to see the benefits of having less clutter. So that's why I became so passionate about it. And I've moved into the coaching and online program world. So yeah, I'm really, really excited about it and love sharing my message to to help others release themselves from the clutter. And decluttering is just something that I do all the time. Every day I need to be decluttering something or reorganizing something. So uh, I thought, yeah, this is a great thing to talk about because there is a huge... There's a huge connection between clutter and mental health, isn't there? And depression and filling the void, the hole within us with stuff 
So how does that look? How do you work with clients? Yeah, so what I do now is with coaching, we do one-on-one. And so exactly what you just said is, you know, mentioned, we look at why you're collecting the clutter. So what's behind it all? Is it filling a void? Um, Is there a reason why you turn to stuff to keep collecting it? And, you know, we find out usually a lot of things and a lot of reasons behind it, which leads into, I'm sure we'll talk about it soon, but my acronym reason. Uh, So we do that with the coaching. And then I also have my online program that people can take. And it's diving into that a little bit more too. the mindset, uh, how we can keep clutter. And like, it was great that you said, because you're constantly decluttering. But when we're not constantly doing that declutter, it builds up. And then it leads us into all this overwhelm. And we just get frustrated and anxiety. And like you said, the mental health issues, it really affects so many of us. And it's becoming a, a really big thing that people are becoming more and more aware of. And I don't like to say necessarily the minimalist lifestyle because that scares a lot of people when we say that, right? Because when you hear it, you automatically think, oh, I have to give up everything. And what I like to do is a really nice balance between that, right? You know, we've got to have our things that we love. And for me, I talk about decluttering and organizing to our strengths. Yes, well, a lot of people are becoming so much more aware of how clutter is affecting us. And like you mentioned, it's it's our mental health and it's our anxiety. It's our, um, it can cause us to stop inviting people into our homes. There's just so many effects. There's health, there's finances. And it's really becoming a big thing now that we're becoming more and more aware of it. I feel like what happened is we became a society that, we could easily access everything, right? Because it's a click of the button now, we can buy things. And this is where it's easy to accumulate. Being consistent with our clutter is key to it. But we also need to discover where it's all coming from and why we're collecting the clutter and do a little bit of mindset work, which I know kind of scares a little bit of people. Few people, they kind of mindset, oh, I don't want to go there. But it's really just small shifts can make big, big changes. So that's what I like to dive into and, and you know, and talk about a bit more with my acronym as well. I've noticed this with myself. And I think for me, it started in March 2020 when we first were locked down in the UK. And it was almost my way of taking control of my life and situation was that's when I really started to declutter and and reorganize and and do what I could here at home. But the emotional attachment that we have to some things, you know, I'm 53 now. There's only so many mugs I can keep in the cupboard that has been bought by somebody that I like. <laughs> one of the children, like, oh, they got. Everybody can keep. It's those emotional yes. attachments, isn't it? Uh, do you find that a lot of people come to you with those sort of issues that uh, that's why they can't declutter because they're so invested emotionally in things oh totally it, it really is and um there's the sentimental items we have too so if you want i can go over the acronym which actually explains all our top reasons why we uh, i discovered why we collect clutter so the top, the first one is r so it's retail therapy so that's pretty easy to get into it because, you know, we get that adrenaline rush and we're like, oh, that's awesome. It's 50% off, you know, um, or the BOGO, buy one, get one free. So it's a bargain. So it's, it, you know, a click of the button. So we do that and it's really easy to fall into that trap. 
But if you look a little deeper into that, there's that reasoning because perhaps we're not happy. Perhaps there's something in our life that we're trying to fill, like you said, that void. And this is when we take a little bit of a look at, is it our career, our business, our partner, something like that, right? That we're instantly trying to find that rush. And then there's emotions. So E is for emotions. What you were just talking about, the kids, you know, really cute little um, memory boxes, you know, with their little booties, uh, the cups, like you said, things like that. So when we deal with emotions, it's it's uh, hard to break that attachment. And when we can break that attachment and realize what I love to say is that the memories with you, it's not an item. But then sometimes the older we get, you know, our memory kind of does get a little uh, faded sometimes. Yeah. So that's why we hold on to things as well, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, you know, we can, we, there's ways around it, right? They do say take photos, photos or you yeah. can take the, make things into other crafts and yeah. Um, and then we have MA, which is assigned time. So this is really big because I find um, people don't make it regular, you know, like you said you did, Katie. They don't put it into their calendar. They don't make it like an appointment and it just kind of, I'll do it when I can. And that gets really hard because it's not our favorite thing. I know that (laughs) it may be, uh, you know, I love doing it. You love doing it. Yeah. It's become my favorite. (laughs) Right. It's very therapeutic. If I can say that word. (laughs) Um, But then, you know, for those who don't enjoy it, they don't put it in their calendar. So then we're not giving it that time. So I talk about just doing 20 minutes um, a week can really help and make a difference. Then there is S, which is sentimental. So they're the things that, um, you know, being passed down from generation to generation. So it could be that family China that comes down to you and you're like, well, I don't really like it. I don't use it, but you don't want to be the one to break the cycle, right? So you're like, ah, so a really great way. And like what we talked about, you could, um, I've had someone who has done an auction within the family and said, okay, do you want any of this stuff? And then they bid for it. And then that money goes to donation. So it's really kind of, and then the family members get what they want and what they will actually love. But it's also starting that conversation and just, you know, getting the okay from the family to let go of it. And then we have O, which is overwhelm. So, you know, when you look in a a room and you're so overwhelmed with your stuff and your clutter and you just kind of go, I'd rather close the door and walk away. (laughs) We find that is when the clutter is built up because we're not consistently dealing with it. And how we deal with that is tiny tasks. So break it down into small doable tasks. And that's what I love uh, teaching people because when you look at the big picture, it seriously is quite overwhelming and you're just going to go, I don't know where to start. You could start, but then you don't finish, right? And then the last one is um, N, no, can't say it. So a lot of people go, what does that mean? So, you know, there's a couple of things here. You know, when you go to um, conferences or, uh, well, when we were going and you get all those freebies, right? The mass stress yeah. balls, the pen, <laughs> yeah, right? Everyone can relate. It's like the draw full of, of, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. It's like a bag full of goodies. It's like, oh, great. Then it just gets shoved in that junk drawer, right? So, you know, if you say no to it, it doesn't come home. There's also the other side when we have neighbors or family members who come to you, they've just finished decluttering and they give you their stuff. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> oh, hey, I just, you want these toys? And you're like, um, thanks. And you take it out of guilt. <laughs> 
So you end up with more stuff and you're like, oh no, what do I do with this? So that I found was really the top six reasons why a lot of us collect clutter. And I know when people are listening to it, they could probably go, oh my gosh, I think I fall into three of those categories. And that's okay. When we think about it, just deal with our top reason and then focus on that one area too. So um, that's that in a long answer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's great. Well, we needed to know, didn't we? We need to, there's so much, there's so much to this subject. And for me as well, on an energy level, it's important for me to keep shifting energy in the home. And I know how important it is. So it's another reason that decluttering became something that I wanted to do often because I care about the energy of the home as well. Yes. Do people understand that? Is that something that you've ever, that you ever touch on? Yeah, actually interesting. I do. And when you said that, so when I talk about items, everything has energy in the home, right? Everything has their own energy. So when we're dealing with emotions, it's a big one too, because if you look at an object and, you know, you could look around and go, okay, does that give me good energy? Is it a positive emotion or is it a negative emotion? And a lot of us are thinking, why would I keep something that has a negative emotion in my home? But sometimes we don't realize it until we actually focus in on it and say, I'm keeping that item from an ex or something. Or maybe we're keeping those. And a really good one is the clothes in the closet. You know, the ones that don't fit anymore. Mm. And you're like, I'll get back down to that size one day. If you think about it, it's kind of a negative energy because you're feeling a little guilty because you can't fit into those clothes anymore and you're causing yourself more stress and anxiety because you're you're desperate to get back to that. So what I talk, I always say, clear that energy out, um, donate those clothes or sell them. And then when you, if you get back to that other, um, down to that size or whatever it is, perhaps you don't. Everything changes the older we get to, right? Sometimes mm-hmm. we can't get back to that size. So then go and buy a couple of new items and get that really new, renewed energy back in there. So yeah, I, I totally touch on that. And I think people, when they hear it, they're like, oh yeah, because it helps with the flow of the home, right? When you have really good positive energy. Um, I don't do the feng shui part of it. But I know that would be um, a lot of people are interested in that side of it, too, with the energy. Yeah, I had a a geopathic energy cleansing of the home and they did a I did a floor plan of the home and he did a report and it showed me where there were negative spirals of energy. And one of them was on the guitar that was sat in the room that was my ex-husband's and mine had broken and he'd give it to me. (laughs) And every time I, I wasn't picking it up either because of whose guitar it was and he saw a black vortex of energy in that chart in that face oh, wow. and then I realized it was the guitar and so it went but that's another reason I had been decluttering a lot was because it, things to do with that relationship were in the house so I spent a lot of time clearing all of that in fact I, I'd got rid of the beds ripped out the carpets and had the room decorated oh, wow. to clear the energy <laughs> that's how <laughs> that's, that's how really clearing it me <laughs> But doesn't it feel great though, right? Yeah, it's like it, it gets like that new energy. It feels like a different room. 
it, mm-hmm. it's um it's amazing how much it, it can you know affect the unseen <laughs> what you can't see how much it can be affecting you emotionally very yeah I totally agree with that and you know when we've had someone who's passed away that means you know that we loved as well that's a big one and when we have that in the home it's a process to work up to that but you need to deal with that too right and it's it's really hard but yeah I, I think that's amazing what you did and just clearing the energy it's our sanctuary our home is our sanctuary Mm. and it should be a place where we have that you know positive calming energy too so and if we walk past things that that irritate us all the time it's not good for us is it no it's such such an important subject topic such an important thing that you're doing that that if uh, people took it seriously it benefits the rest of their lives because I think I've heard this before as well in business coaching that before you even start thinking about making your business successful, sort out your home first. <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. It's so true. And having a space where you can create. And actually, I've heard some people, if they're starting business, they'll have a smaller office. And then once their business starts growing, they need a bigger office you know, or a bigger space because now they're more creativity is going on and flowing. So you're kind of growing with that. Obviously we can't always do that, Uh, but just having less in the, in the area in the home office really helps with our productivity. You think about it when you go into a room that's cluttered, your brain is automatically fuzzy, right? Because you're looking at things and then you're trying to decide where do I start? What do I need to do? So now you're straight away going, Oh my gosh, I just, can't cope with this and then we kind of go into shutdown mode right mm. and that's when it just starts keep piling up and and yeah causing us a lot of stress <laughs> that we don't need <laughs> no not at all is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners you know what I think something that I love to really say and talk about is um organizing is very intuitive. And and I think people are like, oh, really? Like, I don't know how to organize. I struggle with it so much. And like I said, I'm actually not a naturally organized person. My husband is way more organized than me. He's like another different level. Um, But what it is when you have less clutter, so starting at that point, and what I've had when I've worked with clients and what I really love is that we clear the clutter, we work on that, we release the attachments. You know, I had a client who had collections um, from her childhood and they were in the basement and it was stopping her from selling her home or renovating because she didn't want to deal with it. So you see how this affects us, right? And then what happened was we cleared that clutter and she was in her kitchen one day. She says to me, uh, text me and goes, the ways I've rearranged my whole kitchen. I now know what I want to do. I can see how it's going to work for me. So this is why I'm really big on the clutter. And then looking at the organizing comes afterwards for us intuitively. And we learn the skill ourselves. So I think it's super important to, you know, we can have home organizers come into our home, which is what I used to do. And I always used to worry when I left, is this going to stay this way? you know, so really learning the skills, doing a little bit of mind shift work, it makes a huge difference. So yeah, I I would love that if people um, just sort of took that look at it and that angle and started working on it more consistently. So that's my message. And think about all of the free space that you get in your brain when you know where things are and you just go straight to them. That's one of the biggest gifts. (laughs) 
yeah spending half your life looking for things (laughs) yes oh and the other thing is i think i saw statistics if you have less clutter you do 40 percent less housework how good's that who wants to do and i have someone come in to help me clean there you go right and that's easier because obviously (laughs) i haven't got too much stuff in the way otherwise it'd be like you'd have to move everything (laughs) exactly so there's just so many benefits we could talk for hours about this but So Louise, where can our listeners find you if they want to come and learn more? Yeah, for sure. So I'm on Instagram regularly at The Space Reclaimers. I also have a fun little quiz that people can take too. So I think we'll be able to share that link. Um, Discover your clutter cure. So it's really neat. It'll um, show you your top reason that you collect clutter. Uh, Super fun. And I'm also on Facebook as well at The Space Reclaimers too. So, or my website, which is The Space Reclaimers. There's a theme going on here. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Thanks so much for coming in today and having this chat with me. You know what I'm going to go and do after this episode now, don't you? (laughs) I do. Tell us how it goes. I want to hear. (laughs) Thanks so much. Bye for now. Thanks, Katie. Bye-bye. On the 11th, 12th and 13th of March, 15 of the Evolving on Purpose authors are hosting a summit. Now, the summit is free and the authors will be sharing a variety of topics. We've got some who will be reading their chapters, some that will be sharing workshops, a huge amount of value. So you're very welcome to join us. It will be in our Facebook group, which is called Evolving on Purpose. Thanks for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. I trust that you will have heard something today that you were ready to hear and that it's made you feel a little lighter, more aligned and connected with your soul's purpose and you have been reminded of who you really are and the true nature of the power that you hold within you. My aim for this podcast is to bring love, light, wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, go back and listen to some of the back catalogue of previous episodes. Subscribe, follow, rate and review so that you're notified when new episodes drop in and share this podcast with anyone that you think it may help to listen to. You can connect with me at soulfulvalley.com and if you scroll to the bottom of the website, there are links to my social media platforms. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards. That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.